Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Incredible stuff. Federico joins me now. He fled the Salvadoran military junta when he was young, and a play about his experiences is taking place in Enescorti on the 8th of April. It's uh, Federico Julian or Julian Gonzalez. Good morning to you, Federico. Good morning to you, too. Right, your journey seems to be quite incredible. It's been brought to the stage in Enniscorthy on uh, Ennis, uh, on the 8th of April. Whereabouts is it taking place, Federico? In the Presentation Arts Centre on yeah. Friday. Wonderful spot. Correct. Yeah. Fascinating story. Share it with us, will you? Take us back. Okay. So, I'm originally from Atabular. I have been living in Ireland now 24 years, but... When I was a child, uh, there was a civil war in El Salvador, and uh, my parents were doctors, and they um, they got into trouble. Trouble found them as uh, they looked after um, one of the guerrilla fighter and not report to the police. At this stage, in those years, the government in El Salvador was a right-wing government that was very militarized. It was a military junta, actually. So any dissent, any any attempt to support any movement for change was seen as, as, as a crime. So. My father was uh, jailed uh, without a trial or anything for two years, between 1976 and 78. Um, when he, th- th- there was a new prosecutor de- that determined that my father only needed to pay a fine, so he was released. But then we got death threats from right-wing uh, death squads. Uh, so we left El Salvador. The civil war got worse. We ended up bouncing from country to country in Latin America. Uh, my father returned to El Salvador to join the guerrilla forces due to increasing injustices in El Salvador. But so my mother uh, became the first representative of the left-wing um, uh, movement at the Farabundo Martí National Liberation Front, or FMLN, in, in El Salvador, yes. but in Havana, sorry. So she, we, I grew up in Cuba. I spent 11 years in Cuba. Um, that was the only country that we wouldn't, you know, put our lives in danger. And after the war, we returned to El Salvador. Once back in El Salvador in 1992, uh, you know, the peace accords were signed, I have actually learned to speak uh, English in Havana, of all places, uh, singing music, uh, singing songs in, in English and, and, and pop music in English. Yeah. But so I worked in El Salvador after the war, in the post-war period, with many different development and aid agencies, including the Irish aid agency, who used to be called APSO. Uh, now it's called Irish Aid. So that's how I got to meet tons of Irish people over there. Um, one of his, uh, one of whom invited me to come to Ireland, and I came over. Uh, that was 1998, and I've been here ever since. <laughs> okay, so the play has been co-written by well-known performer and playwright Janet Moore. Um, so, is it a, is it a one-person show? What, what, how many in the cast? How how does it chart your journey? I mean, where does it take it? Does it take us from Savannah, uh, or sorry, El Salvador to uh, uh, Havana? Or where does it take us? I'll tell you what it is. So basically, in the, in the late seventies, my my uncle, my father's side, was a guerrilla fighter. He had a friend uh, of that of those years. Her name was America. She was another urban guerrilla fighter. Now, when we we end we end up in Cuba, then in the in the eighties, is this guerrilla fighter called America uh, lands in Cuba as well and stays in Cuba the way we were we were staying there. And she actually babysat me. She was she became a friend of my mother. And then my mother, when I grew up. And I became a bit, you know, another teenager. America worked in Cuba, helping us out with the ones who were there as, as exiles as well. So she became a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. So in 2019, my uh, my partner, my three half Irish sons, and, and my partner's parents, we all went to El Salvador. We stayed in my mother's house. Then we decided, well, we said, let's go to Cuba. I we went to Cuba, and one night I said to my mother, 
let's go and find the places where we lived here years ago in the 80s and let's see if we can find some of your old friends and see if we can find America, who had been a friend of my uncle Dennis, a friend of my mother, a friend of mine. And I wasn't even sure if she was still alive. Um, I didn't know if she still lived in the same apartment. So we went on that night. And uh, we I, I can tell you that we did find it. It's how we found it, which is the, 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 the cause of the, of the play. Now, when we, we, we were talking, we came back that night in Havana, and I told uh, Janet Moore and my partner in uh, Life Adventure uh, that all that happened, and she said, oh, we have to write a play. And we have to right. call it Looking for America. So Looking for America, the name is, is it's a red herring. It's not looking for the country America. It's looking for a friend whose name is America, which is ah, actually quite yeah. a common name in Spanish. Right. So in uh, Spanish, uh, you know, yeah, how many in the cast? How many, how many in the cast then, Federico? Oh, just me, just me, just, just me. you. Uh, because we all, Janet, my, Janet in particular, thought that it was more, it was more truthful to the story if I told the story. And so we, uh, it's, it's me telling you what happened in my childhood and then what happens in my adulthood, what I'm looking for, America, this friend of ours, but also how a child can have an, a certain perception of what happened in certain times, very different from what an adult would have a perception of. And then 30 years later, remember totally different things, even though they live the same experience. So it's about memory as well. Yeah. It's about migration. It's about white people moving, including why Irish people move. Because I met a lot of Irish people in El Salvador, and some of whom decided to stay in El Salvador. And I, yeah. to me, I was baffled by that. Right. Just going back to that initial period when your dad was arrested, do you remember that? Have you got a vivid? Because sometimes something like that, even in your very former, early formative years, you never forget it. Do you remember that particular period? Do you remember it well? Absolutely. And uh, it's, it's, it's kind of funny. Most people don't remember kind of sort of traumatic or scary situations, but I remember every single moment of it. And my mother is amazed that I remember so much. Basically, we were stopped on the road and my plane clothes... Um, there were army officers, army soldiers. They took my father away, and because it was 1976, it was no mobile phone, so we had to walk and try to find a phone. And they took our car. They took our car and my father, and uh, we had to find a phone to ring um, somebody to come and pick us up, and my mother was in shock. So the only phone we managed to find was in an army barracks. Who knew nothing about this? So my mother had to ring my uncle, uh, David, and say, we got robbed by thieves. Come and get us out and uh, help us. And, and so no, I remember exactly absolutely everything, and uh, and but uh, look, it's, it's there. Uh, like you would have been known as exiles, uh, but nowadays it's referred to as refugees, isn't it? it, it you were t the terminology used when you went through all this was exiles. Yeah, I, I talk about it in the play. Like we were always exiles because we, we you know we, we saw ourselves as people who had to leave the country because of the political ideas or oh for no yeah. fault of their own. But we were we were technically refugees. And uh, see, the part looking for America, we want to talk about migration, especially forced migration, but. How the word refugee encompasses so many different reasons to migrate, but even economical reasons, economic reasons are very valid reasons to migrate. Uh, you know, young people would not—they they don't wait for life to happen to them. When young people move and make life happen to them. We talk about it in Looking for America. Great. We wish you the very best to look with it. It's on the boards on the eighth of April, so we're on the. This is the fourth of April, so it's coming up. Just remind us what day, because I'm the, the presentation art center, and uh, this Friday, and I think it's a half seven. So we barely check it out, and uh, do come. You get you get to see uh, me dancing as well, because I do a lot of dancing. You do a lot of dancing. Do you believe it? Yes, I do dance with a suitcase in my hand. Watch it. Well, do come. 
Pedrico, it's an incredible journey, um, and I've got the funny feeling that you and I will talk again over the coming weeks and months, but I wish you the very best of luck with it to you and Janet, bringing your life story you to so the much. stage in Enniscorthy this coming 8th of April. That's the date, the 8th of April. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news, and your views.